podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast. Uh, played the Saints yesterday and uh, kicked their butts 20-3. to 3. I thought the defense was phenomenal, Lewis. Defense was phenomenal, as they have been during this seven-game win streak. Seven games. Seven games. We're in the hunt, Mike. We are in the We're hunt. We're in the hunt. We are not in the hunt anymore, Mike, actually. We are now... Well... We are now... Right. The, or the seventh no, seed. We're now the hunted. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in the hunt anymore. We're now the hunted. So we're right there. We've got a playoff spot. We control our own destiny. How about that? And we have to play two playoff teams to keep it. Well, you know, New England is not a playoff team as of yet, Mike. They are there right now. But, you know, if we beat them in week 17, 18, what is it? I mean, God, I get so confused these Week days. 18. It yeah. would be 18. So if we beat them in week 18, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're making the playoffs. I mean, that could very well, that game could very well come down to the last playoff spot, that that football game, because... It very well could. I mean, there there's interesting games next week, and, you know, the bottom line is if we win, we're in great shape. But... um you know, even if we were to lose what, what took place yesterday, you know, you look at the schedule for next week and stuff. I don't want to get into this too much because we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But there's a lot of games that are going to make a big difference. The Colts and the Raiders play each other. You know, the Browns play. I can't remember who, but it's, it's, it's a game that's important. There's a lot of teams that are playing each other, and somebody's got to lose those games. So... um. You know, the bottom line is, is we got to go into Tennessee next week. We got to win. But let's get back to last night and enjoy that one. Um, yeah, it was a fun game. 20 to. You weren't having fun in the first half. No, I mean, you know, <laughs> Mike threw three quarters. It's, you know, listen, this same team was completely depleted. You know, I'd love to come on here one week and say, you know, wow. You know, we, we went out there, we played a really solid football team, and we whipped their asses. Um, but the unfortunate thing is, is that we went out there, we played basically a fourth-string quarterback. They were completely depleted. They, they Both their starting tackles were out. Their, their top backup tackle was out. Um, they had three key defensive players out last night, and, and we struggled for quite a bit with them. Um, You know, so it's kind of, you know, yes, you're happy. We went out, we got the win, we did what we had to do, but it's a little bit, you know, like, okay, you know, it was, it was a win, but, uh, you know, it comes with a little bit of, um, skepticism in regard to how good we really are. Well, I think we'll find that out. 
I mean, we know that they're not one in seven bad, and they're not, you know, uh, flip it, you know, seven and one or eight and one. Well, we're probably not that good. Uh, I, I don't know what you, you just said, if, Mike, but uh, okay. What I'm saying is, no matter which way you flip it, uh, we started the season one and right. seven, and then we then what happened? We we ran off eight in a row, right? Uh, we we've won seven in a row now. We had one okay, win seven. to start, seven losses, now yeah. seven wins. Right, yeah. right, seven in a row. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I don't think we're either of those teams. I think we're somewhere in the middle, and our record reflects that. We're eight and seven. Yeah, I mean, we're eight and seven. You know, we've got a team on the defensive side that right now is playing at an extremely high level. Now, the competition they've gone up against um, hasn't been great. Uh, you know, the funny thing last night, Mike, as you're watching the telecast on ESPN, you know, with Brian Greasy and Riddick and those guys, yep. they showed you the quarterbacks that we went up against. And, um, you know, fl- Exactly. Flacco, Glennon, yeah, I mean, you know, the kid last night, uh, you know, it's, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, well, yeah, we should be dominant. We should be doing what we're doing. Were any of those real tests? The Lamar Jackson game, I would say, yes, it was. You know, they did a great job with Baltimore. But, um, you know, past that, Mike, you know, during this winning streak, you know, you've you've got to be somewhat skeptical about how good we really are. I think the defensive unit is outstanding. I think that um, over the next two weeks, they'll do an extremely good job. I think they're going to keep us in football games. Um, you know, our our problem, as always, is on the opposite side of the football. You know, for, for us to win these next two games, the offense is going to have to play at a higher level than what they did last night because they did struggle. You know, getting back to your initial comment to me, um, I wasn't happy. I mean, you know, you're going in the halftime against a depleted team, you know, up 10 to 3, and your defense scored the only touchdown that you have on the board. Um, You know, we get a field goal over the rest of the first half, and it's just not looking good. And then we start the second half with a two-interception on our first possession. I mean, you're looking at this game and you're like, my goodness, you know, if the Saints had any type of offense whatsoever, you know, this is going to be a tight game going into the fourth quarter. But, you know, to our defense's credit, they held them down pretty much the whole game and and we were able to prevail. I thought the team played very well. I mean, the offense, yes, we know there are struggles on offense because we do lack some personnel there. But, uh, I thought all things considered, you know, the backs ran tough. The, the the Waddle is phenomenal. You know, he's he's making catches all over the place. And what I liked last night was they put him in the backfield, which makes him tougher to cover because you don't know where he's going. They, they designed plays specifically for him. The touchdown comes to mind. Yeah. There was another play where out of the backfield, they just threw to him in the flat. I mean, flat out. Uh, just designed to him. It was just a simple three-yard pass in the flat, and he wound up getting seven, eight yards and picking up a first down. Those are the type of things that you've been looking for all year. You know, we talk about it all the time. You know, get the ball in the flat to our running backs, or you know, the you know, Parker and and Hollins and guys like that can tape guys deep 
and then you've got guys coming out of the backfield that you could dump to, and and it's there. That it's was there. the type of play, Lewis, that I was waiting for them to do with Jakeem Grant, and they never did. They never did, and they could have. Mm-hmm. They could have did it over and over again. Um, I liked, like you mentioned, what they did with Waddle. They moved him all over the place, and they're going to have to do that going forward over the next couple of weeks, especially against Belichick, because you know he's going to try and take Waddle out of the game, and they're going to have to come of up course. with an alternative game plan as to what they normally do with him. Um, you know, Smythe was used in a very good way. You know, when they come off of the play action and uh, Tua tends to roll out and he hits him coming off the line of scrimmage, I mean, it, it works every single time. I mean, you know, they, they commit. The defense commits inside. You know, Tua bounces it out, and it's a simple Pass and pass and catch. That simple. Uh, three times they did it for thirty-one yards. Um, you know, ten times. I mean, ten yards per. And you can't ask for anything more. Um, you know, they need to get Gasecki involved in that situation as well. I think um, he was on the field quite a bit, Mike. They did go with a lot of double tight end sets, and um, him and Smythe were on the field quite a bit. I noticed that, you know, we talked about that and how we were going to attack them, and that's kind of how we did it. They had a lot of two-receiver sets in um, last yep. night and two tight two, and double tight end sets, and I thought it was a nice, you know, a nice way to attack them. Um, Smythe was in there 51 of 65 plays. And how about Gusecki? 49. Yeah. See, the majority. Yep. So – you know, Gusecki tends to be off the field quite a bit in a lot of our football games. Last night, I saw him on there quite a bit. Uh, you know, hasn't had a ton of impact of late. You know, um, three catches for 22 yards last night. You know, uh, no biggie. You know, still no touchdowns out of him. I mean, it's just, I think he's got one all year now, Mike, right? I mean, we're, you know, the season's damn near over, and this guy's got one touchdown. Yeah. Um. You know, he's almost mechanical at times. You know, when you see him catch the ball. Robotic. Robotic. There you go. That's the word that I wanted, Mike. Thank you. Um, Robotic. Catches the ball. It then takes him, you know, a second to get going. And, you know, and then he's doing some, all kinds of crazy. Some type of hurdle. Some type of hurdle. (laughs) I don't know what the hell he thought he was doing because. He wasn't gaining. If he hurdled the guy, what was he getting? An extra yard there? He would have been better off cutting it up field or whatever the case may be because, I mean, he, he can really get hurt on that type of play. I mean, he puts himself in a very vulnerable position. But the bottom line is is that, um, you know, Parker was non-existent last night. It was the Waddle show, and that was the extent of it. You know, Hollins had one yeah. catch for 40 yards, a big play. Smite, as I mentioned, had the three catches. Gasecki had three catches, and that's basically it. Gaskin had one for six, and Lewis, who was on the field uh, a lot more than I thought we'd ever see, uh, had one catch for seven yards. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's waddle, 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 and that's you know, and that's it. You know, he had ten catches, Mike. The yep. rest of the team had nine. Yep. So you know, there you have it. Nineteen completions out of two. A ten of them went to one guy. Nine went to the remainder of the team. As we play these next two weeks, once again, that's got to change. You know, two is going to have to go to other people. He's going to have to, you know, again, especially when we play Belichick. 
He they, because they're going to throw a lot of attention at him. I mean, they see what he does week in and week out, and he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to adjust, and he's going to have to pick some other guys out to uh, to attack the uh, defending team's defenses with. Because well, so far nobody stopped him. No, nope, so. they haven't. They haven't. But you know what I'm talking about. These next two defenses sure. are a little bit better than what we've gone up against. So, um, with that being said. You know, the offensive line last night, I mean, you know, what were your thoughts on their, on their performance? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you threw that to me. Well, I mean, you know, I, I have my opinion. I thought Robert Hunt did excellent. Right. I think Robert Hunt is going to be a fine offensive lineman. Everybody else, not so much. Yeah, I mean, penalties pretty much from every one of the other guys other than, well, Hunt, I think, may have had one too. But, you know, Jesse Davis just, ugh, I mean, just gets blown blown up, you know, uh, on a. Dieter, on a, Dieter had a penalty. Dieter had a penalty. Jackson, Jackson had, had a penalty. penalty. I mean, you know. And Eichenberg had a penalty. Eichenberg had a penalty. I mean, I thought overall they did a pretty solid job because Saints do have a nice pass rush. They're, I think all four of their starting defensive linemen were in. I thought we ran the ball just enough. You know, there was a nice balance between the running and the passing game. They ran the ball enough last night. They didn't abandon it. Tua did not throw the ball 40 times like he's been. He threw the ball 26 times last night. And, you know, as I mentioned, they ran the ball 29 times. So they they didn't have anything spectacular come from the running game, but they did enough. They were getting three, four yards. We had a lot of situations, Mike, where we had third and shorts, and we weren't able to pick them up. And that that's the frustration, you know, that that, that just drives me crazy because, you know, you look at the game as a whole and, you know, you, you go into the halftime with basically a field goal. And then you go through the third quarter. You, you you had a nice touchdown drive. You had one touchdown drive the whole game. But that's been typical, and that's it. <laughs> you know, that's the extent of it. It's typical, right? It's not, Mike. When you look at the games, week in and week out, it's you know the defense playing at a very high level. It's the offense putting you know a drive or maybe two together every game. And, you know, you look at Tua's performances and it's, you know, they're, they're very similar. You know, they mirror each other week in and week out. Um, you know, last night, you know, again, you know, last week he had an average game at best. And I would say last night it was kind of similar to that. I mean, the interception coming out in the second half, you know, can't happen. Not when, you know, you've got a team that, you know, you, you got to put away at that point. You know, you can't come out. And on our first possession, you know, throw an interception. You know, he does bounce back well. I will give him that. You know, they put nice drives together. You know, the Hollins catch down the sideline was huge. Uh, Duke Johnson had a phenomenal run. He did. On that, <laughs> on that drive as well, where he just, oh, it was just a fantastic run. It was yep. the best yep. run of the night for us. And, um, you know, that made up the majority of that drive, you know, our scoring drive, and that was it. And, you know, that's that's part of the game. You like to see those chunk plays, and but you want to see more of it. Um, well, I'm sure I'm sure you will. You know, the interception, you know, well, Mike, you know, we keep waiting, you know, for the progression. 
And to me, it's stagnant right now. You know, we haven't seen anything any better from week to week, regardless of the competition, the, you know, the shortcomings of the, you know, the defenses that we're playing against. It's a, it's a very, very similar uh, performance week in and week out. And, um, you know, at some point, you want to see a better performance. And that's not to say he's playing at a bad level. It just seems like when you come out of the games, and you talk about Tua and and what you saw out of him, you're like, eh, you know, it was okay. You know, it was, you know, the offense as a whole, you know, you'd, you'd have to say, eh, you know, not really a good performance. Tua, mm, it was okay, right? Probably a little bit better overall than what the rest of the offense, you know, uh, brings to the table as a whole. But you know, he's right in the middle of all that. Um, you know, he misses a couple of, you know, plays down the field. You know, again, short hopping balls. We had a nice drive going and he misses Lewis in the flat, you know, throwing the ball short. And it was like a 15-yard pad and he had him wide open and it was a big play for us and, and we missed it. Um, our first possession, you know, he, he threw, he short hopped the ball on third and two. You know, these are the type of things that, you know, you, you have to, you have to get better at because we have to put more than one or maybe two drives together a game. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and you win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What I saw last night was a very, very conservative quarterback, and when he did open it up, uh, wasn't on target. You know, he's, he's throwing down the field and winding up and, you know, stepping up in the pocket like you want him to do, but when he's throwing down the field, he's not always accurate. And when you get wild high, you're going to probably get intercepted, and that's, that's what happened to him. You know, his pass to Hollins was a, was a fine pass, maybe just slightly late. But, you know, that was a fine throw. But, he, you know, his, his pass is over the middle that he's got to be careful because you've got to be accurate when you're throwing over the middle because they're just waiting for it. And, uh, you know, they end up being turnover-worthy plays if they're, if they're not a turnover, you know. Um, and, and I stand corrected. I said he had five. That's what they had said last night. But I see here in today's uh, official report, it's three. He had three turnover-worthy throws. Right. 
Yeah, one one in the one in the end zone again, which which drives me nuts. You know, of course, I mean, you don't want that in scoring position. Yeah, you, you, you know that's two weeks in a row now where there were just balls thrown up, and um, you know they could have been picked off in the end zone. You can't have that. Not with our offense. They can't have the wild throws. I mean, if, you know, if if it's tipped and intercepted, that happens. You know, right? Uh, if if the receiver can't catch it, and then you know it bounces off his hands, that happens. But you don't want the wild throws, and that's what we're seeing uh, on a pretty frequent basis. And, you know, Mike, sometimes you got to give the defense credit, too. Of course. But when you look at Tua's interceptions over the course of the season, just go back to them. You know, go back to the the, the, uh, Jacksonville game in London where he just airmailed that one that was 10 yards beyond Parker. Parker was sitting down low, I believe, and the ball went 10 yards beyond them right to the defender. These are the type of throws that just, you know, that just frustrate you because you're thinking – you know, what the hell is he doing, you know, on these plays? And, you know, again, it, when you look at his performances and, you know, a lot of people make this comment, right? A lot of people make the comment to where, well, every quarterback struggles on a given week. Look at Herbert, you know, look at what happened to him. You know, they lost to the Texans and look at what happened to this guy and look at what happened to that guy. But in between all of those, look what happened to this guy and that guy. There's performances that are just fantastic. And that's what you want to see from time to time. I mean, I don't mind Tua having a game like he did last night to where he's not killing you. He's not throwing four interceptions, but you know, and he's playing average. But what you want to see from time to time is a game where you just sit there and look at him and say, Wow. I mean, that well, Lewis, was, he was responsible for two turnovers last night, the fumble. Right. And the interception. Right. Well, you know, they, you you can't be doing that. That's no. just all there all there is to say about it, you know. You just can't be doing that. He's got to get better at protecting the football in the pocket. Yeah. And uh, you know, he can't be throwing wild high over the middle and he's done that a few times this year. Right. Yeah. No. Agreed. I mean, you know, the 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 fumble. I mean, you know, the I think it was Jesse Davis. He just completely whiffed on you know on the defender. But you're absolutely right. You got to understand the circumstance there. Um. You know, we wound up what missing a field goal once again. You know, after. You know, after we took a big sack there. I mean, and that that seems to be a constant problem as well. You know, you got to know where you're at. You got to know the situation in the mm-hmm. game, so on exactly. and so forth. And, uh, you know, that, listen, you know, he's been but playing. Th- those are average, young mistakes. You know, yeah. those, those are growing pains. Right. But again, you know, getting back to my initial point, you want to see a game sprinkled in every once in a while to where you're like, wow. man, that was. Now that was great. I mean, he went out there, you know, just just played outstanding. That's football. not who he is. Yeah. I mean, you know, his great is you know, thirty-two or forty for you know, two hundred and sixty yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. His, um, you know, the the team as a whole has got to improve on offense, and um, you know, I I thought with Parker and Waddle on the field, it would you know would do a little bit more for other people, but it's basically the same offense. I mean, Parker didn't have a catch or a target last he, night. He did have a target in the fourth quarter. Oh, did he? Yep. <laughs> in the fourth. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, 
you know, maybe they just didn't want to throw at the guy that was defending him because I know it's one of their, you know, one of their better um, defenses. It may have been Lattimore. I'll have it, to look. I think it was Lattimore because they just didn't even challenge him. I didn't hear Lattimore's name all night either, but which may have been a good strategy. But the bottom line is, is that um, when it's all said and done, you know, we've got. He's got to improve from week to week. We've got to get away from these errant, errant passes. And, um, you know, other than that, he's doing a good job. He seems to be in control, you know, for the most part. Um, there were times last night. I mean, I don't know what the frig was going on, Mike, on that two-minute drill. Oh, my God. I have never seen a more ridiculous... <laughs> Took you a second to find nuts. the word. I mean, I well, I was gonna say some really. I'm just gonna leave it, um, you know, leave it, leave it um, PG here. They they were they that was ridiculous. That two minute drill was was just absolutely hideous. I mean, it was a joke Be, between the coaching staff, Tua looking at his wristband in the, in the middle of a two minute drill. I mean, what the hell do you guys do all week? I mean, I don't care if you're not on the field together, but my goodness, I mean, you guys should all be on the same page in regard to what the hell plays being sent in. Yeah. You know, we're looking at wristbands, seconds are ticking off the clock. I mean, come on, you know, show some urgency. That, that two-minute drill was absolutely horrible. They come back from the, you know, the, the questionable um, catch that was made by, I believe, Smythe over the middle. And, you know, they had three minutes basically to have a play, you know, set and I'm sitting there and, and, you know, Flores is calling his last time out, which, you know, with our offensive line, <laughs> you know, you, you, you could probably, you're, you're going to need that because if Tua takes a sack, you know, you got to stop the clock somehow, some kind of way. Yep. You know, so the bottom line is, is that it was just a horrible, hard, I mean, it was just. The, the offense as a whole last night, and I don't know what it was, but the handoffs, nothing seemed crisp at all. I mean, it was like they were all on different pages last night. I don't know what was going on, but everything seemed so choppy in their offense. There was no flow to it whatsoever. You know, it it, it was a combination of things. Guys, how many times, Mike, did you see guys – not lined up correctly and, you know, Tua pointing it out or somebody else pointing it out, you know, somebody not being on the right side that needed to be on the left side. I mean, it was just ridiculous. It's like, come on, guys. I mean, we're supposed to be fighting for a playoff spot and you guys don't even know what the hell you're doing out there. <laughs> yep. Ridiculous. It really is. You know, I mean, it's like, it just seems to me like the defense is coached up so much better. Everybody knows their job. Everybody's executing perfectly i mean you know when they send these blitzes you know there's guys dropping back in the coverage they're all in the right spot they're all in the right positions i mean on the offense it's like you know a whole di it's like two different coaches are, are co it's like two different teams it really is it really is well i think you've got a lot more talent on the defensive side on the offensive side we got holes Big holes. Well, that that goes without saying, Mike. I'm not necessarily talking about at a time. I'm talking about in regard to execution. Forget it. I mean, you, you didn't know, let me finish. But yeah, go ahead. I know. Well, go ahead. Well, no, it, it, you you do expect them to execute. You do expect them to know where to line up, and you expect them to know the plays. 
you know, we're not early in the season to where that's a, a forgivable mistake. Which players were it, you know, were the guys that were not where they were supposed to be? Was it Devontae Parker or was it, you know, somebody who has less experience? It seemed like it was a bunch of different guys. I it, it seemed like Parker, Gasecki, uh, some of the newer fellas. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch and watch the play again. But you know, th- th- listen, they've got to they've got to all be on the same page. They got to play much better football. Totally if gonna, agree. If they're going to beat Tennessee next week, um, they've got to step it up. Well, let, let's talk about the positives from last night. Um, the defense was phenomenal, and and I really thought that they played about as well as they could play. You know, uh, they really, I mean, they didn't allow a third down conversion, Lewis. Yes, the defense did exactly what they had to do. They've been doing it week in and week out. You know, you expect it out of them right now. And they went out and they just dominated. And and they should have dominated. I mean, the, the kid last night <laughs> was running for his life all night. You know, as I mentioned, you got two backup tackles in as well. So, you know, Agba and Phillips, I mean, or whoever is coming off of that other edge has got a major advantage there as well. And, and, and they, you know, and they went out there and they executed. Van Ginkle more than it was uh, Phillips. Phillips, right. So, you know, they did exactly what they had to do. I mean, Needham with the pick. Pick six, you know, set the tone right off the bat. Needham was in coverage 16 times, Lewis. He gave up one reception for four yards. Yeah. No, Needham, listen, Mike, he's like non-existent right now. Last night, obviously, he had the pick six, six, but, mm-hmm. you know, game in and game out, you don't hear his name. And you don't hear his name because they're not throwing his way or completing passes his way. And that's a positive. And that goes for the whole secondary as a whole. I mean, they're doing a really, really good job back there. You don't hear much from them uh, because their j- teams are just not completing a lot of stuff, especially downfield on us. So, you know, let's hope that that, you know, that continues through these next couple of weeks. You know, the, the pass rush was very good last night, and it should have been, you know, for the reasons I've already mentioned a couple of times. So, yes, they went out and did their job. Um, you know, in regard to, you know, Sanders and, and, and the kicking problems, it, it might, these games mirror each other, don't they? It seems like he misses one kick a game, Yep. you know, um, and then all the other things we've already discussed. I mean, from one game to the next, they're just always so similar. You know, the defense is playing at a very high level. You can't say enough about them. Waddle's playing fantastic. You know, it seems like we've got two nice, solid running backs. It was interesting to see that uh, Duke Johnson and Lindsey got the majority of the carries last night, and Gaskins was more of just an afterthought. You know, and I think going forward, that's what we're going to see. How many carries did Gaskins have, do you know? I believe he had three Okay. last night. Um, I'll verify that. Yeah, he had three. Lindsey and Duke Johnson had 13 each. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's an afterthought right now. He's kind of down, you know, he's our three, he's our third running back right now. And I think it's going to probably stay that way because the other two guys are doing a little bit more than what he does. You know, um, the Duke Johnson run that I talked about earlier, I don't, I don't see Gaskins doing that, you know, trucking the guy and, you know, going for 10 yards, you know, he's usually three and done, you know, he's usually tackled by the first guy that hits him. 
And, you know, that's the extent of it. Um, as you mentioned all the time, I'd like to see him in the flats catching footballs. But they did it once, you know, they did it once last night, and that was the extent of it. They never went back to it. He had one catch for six yep. yards, and I think it picked up a first down. And that was it. You know, that was the last time we saw him. Now, I'll tell you what. I mean, he did have Gaskin um, on another pass that he just short hopped. Um, I think that was really early in the game. may have been on the first series where he had him open and he missed him. You know, it's, um, you know, they're going to have to execute a lot better on that offensive side um, going forward. And hopefully they do. You know, I like what they're doing, Mike. They're much better at this point than, than what they were early in the season. Because early in the season, it was just a hodgepodge of nonsense. Um, <laughs> some of those games. Uh, Are you referring to the backs themselves or play calling? I'm talking about the, the offense as a whole. I mean, the Jacksonville game and, you know, some of those games, they just were not good yeah. against teams that they should have been better against, you know. So, uh, you know, they, they, they're making baby steps. As you mentioned, Hunt's playing really, really well. Um, you know, that's a positive. I mean, listen, next year, Mike, you know, I, I, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago coming into this last month that, you know, there's guys that won't be on this football team next year. And, you know, this next month is going to, is going to go a long way and whether that's the case or not. And, um, you know, Hunt's making a case to where he's going to be a nice, solid offensive lineman for us. The other guys, you know, especially Davis at that right tackle, I think, um, <laughs> you know, his days are numbered. And there may be a couple other very high draft picks <laughs> that they're they- both your tackles and, uh, you know, yeah. what they want to do at the other guard spot. I don't know. Maybe Austin Jackson will stay there, but, uh, and the center position as well. I mean, I'm yeah. not sold on Dieter either at this nope. point, you know, so. nor am I. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they've, you know, hopefully over these last two games, they show us something, you know, we go out there and we compete and maybe we win these couple of games and then, you know, everything's all, you know, hunky dory in dolphin land. Well, I think everything's hunky dory right now, you know? They are, Mike. You know, they are. I mean, you know, when you're winning football games and you're eight and seven, yes, you know, but again, you know, we talked about it. It was interesting. We've already talked about it, but it was interesting when they posed the question to both Greasy and Riddick after the game was over last night. I don't know if you listened to the, uh, the no, post game. I, I was busy. And they, 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 the question was asked by Van Pelt. Um, on ESPN, you know, he, he hosts the, um, sports center after the, after the Monday night game was over. And he, the question was posed to them in regard to whether they felt the Dolphins were a playoff team. And they both kind of had the same answer, you know, in regard to, they feel that the defense is, is, is a good solid unit, you know, and they could be a playoff team. You know, their concerns is on the opposite side of the football, you know, the firepower, um, you know, they, they were saying things in a nice way, sort of speak, you know, they were kind of like just, just saying that the offense is just not very good and they're probably not a playoff team. And we, we know that, but right. you know, sometimes as dolphin fans, we get a little enamored, you know, with the fact that we've won seven games and yes, it is a positive thing, 
but you know, let's just keep this thing, you know, at an even keel and, you know, understand what, you know, what's going on in front of us. You know, we, we have to get better. And you win games, the line of scrimmage and, and, you know, we're capable with our defensive line and, you know, our front seven on defense even. Yep. But on offense, it's a struggle, and that yes. struggle shows because your quarterback becomes inaccurate. Right. And, you know, you have negative plays, you have penalties, and you have things that are just going to kill your momentum. Agreed. I mean, listen, I don't want th- – this is what I – you know, th- this, this is where I'm coming from in regard to the team. Very happy that we are in – we were actually in a playoff spot right now. I'm very mm-hmm. happy about that. There's no question about that. But I don't. I'm not going to be disillusioned by what this team is right now. And going forward in the off season, Mike, I don't want our fan base nor our organization as a whole saying, "Well, you know what? We, you know, we wound up getting close there." Mm-hmm. And and things staying as as they are because that's not going to be the answer for this team. They have to make some changes, as far as I'm concerned. Yep, it's real simple. What do we need to beat Buffalo, Mike? What do we need to you know I you know Buffalo, Buffalo? I don't feel is head and heels above us uh, defensively. I'd. I think that our defense is as good as theirs. On on offense, offense. they're ahead of us. Yes. In regard to the passing game, their running game is nothing spectacular. And Mike, their offensive line is nothing spectacular. Where they they have an advantage over us is at the quarterback position. And, you know, the wide receiver digs is, you know, waddle, waddle. Their wide receiver depth is better than ours. Yeah. I'd say that, yes. They they are you know they've got guys that step in and do the job but you know we we watched Marino make guys that stepped in and do the job you know he look he made everybody look good too so I mean it, it it has a lot to do with the quarterback there more so than anything you know Emmanuel Sanders is having a nice year there and um, some of the other guys and I think a lot of that has to do with Josh Allen and the way he plays football but the bottom line is this is that. This organization, they they understand their shortcomings going into this offseason. They have to address them. You know, we, we talked about it in this offseason. Well, they're they going to address it. them. The question is, will they address them in the proper way? Mike, listen, did they knew going into this past offseason what their shortcomings were. And, and as far as I'm concerned, they didn't address them. They didn't. The running All attack. Right, we, can, we can have that discussion yeah. later. You know, that's not relevant to yesterday's game. Well, that's my point. That's all I'm saying is that I, you know, you you talked about you know the positiveness, and yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm great. But let's not get, you know, let's not, uh, you know, go crazy over what's been going on at this point. You know, let's let's realize that we do have a lot of things that need to be addressed and let's just hope that they make the right decisions and they, and they correct them. Well, otherwise we're going to be in a, a very similar situation year in and year out. I mean, this team should really be in a better position than where they are right now. So, um, you know, let's, uh, let's go into Tennessee and, and, uh, you know, hopefully a lot of these guys step up and, and we're able to knock the crap out of Tannehill on that side of the football, and the offense is able to do enough. All right. Is that it? That's it. No. 
It is. Got nothing to add there, do you? Well, no, I don't. <laughs> we won the game 20 to 3, and you're talking like they lost 20 to 3. They won 20 to 3, so I'm proud of them. They got the job done. Yes. Now but, it gets a little bit tougher. Yes. And they got to, they've got to, they've got to go out there and they've got to, got to uh, step it up. Step it up. Go out there and just stick it to them, man. I mean, just stick it to them. That's what we need to do. They got it all. They got to, the team as a whole's got to play. You know, uh, both sides of the football have got to be a little bit closer in regard to, you know, the level of play that they're playing at. Well, again, the defense didn't give up a third down conversion. I'm not sure they're going to get much better than that. Oh, they can do it against that fellow that used to quarterback us, Mike. <laughs> they can do it. Trust they, me. They may get a few more interceptions off him if they can pressure him, but we'll see. Yeah, he tends to Mike stiffen up. You know, we yeah. know that. We know that routine. You know, the minute he sees guys coming at him, he's like, "Oh, wait, well, wait, what? What am I doing?" And then he's down for the count. Yep. You know, he does turn the ball over, Mike, and that's what we got to hope for: three, four turnovers. Well, you know, if I'm if I'm strategizing for that game, I'm going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at him. You have to, and and on the offensive side, you got to do the same thing. You, yep. You've got to be more aggressive, but you, not too much more. Yeah, not too much more. Not when he's throwing wild eye over the middle. Yeah, well, you know, I might throw a couple more down the sideline. Yeah, yeah, Mike. You don't have to throw down the middle to be aggressive. You just have to be, you know, smart about it. You yep. know, down the sidelines, yep. play to his strengths. We got players that can make plays down the. Mikey had Waddle down the sideline too. You know, the ball yep. floated out of bounds. Yeah, but, but th that wasn't far off. And, and those are the type right. of throws they should be taking. They, exactly. They, they've got to be more aggressive. They can't wait until the third quarter to do shit like that. Well, we need our offensive line to hold up there into the bargain as well. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. And, uh, you know, Tua, I, I think, can run. I, I don't see him running. I see him standing in the pocket. You know, sometimes you got to extend the play. And, uh, you know, I'd like to see more of that, you know? Yeah. I mean, usually I, I think that, you know, over these next couple of weeks, when he play actions and rolls out, I, that's wide open on third and ones and on second and twos and stuff. And, and they have to allow him to, you know, roll out there and pick up that that those first downs because it's there, Mike. They're selling out on the running back on the inside yep. all the time on those plays. Well, and when you see he, him, he doesn't run, so what? That's what they're going to do. Exactly. I mean, but uh, you know, maybe that's in the playbook. They're just setting these last couple of teams up for stuff like that. Could we'll be. see what happens. But um, you know, overall, you know, it's another win. It's seven in a row. I mean, my goodness, who would have thought that we would have been, you know, right? Right there for you know, yeah. right there in the in the final playoff spot at this point. Tennessee is is a powerhouse in the conference, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll see how we match up against them. Yeah, absolutely. They're one of the better teams. There's no yeah. doubt. So you know, I I actually think we can compete with them, and we'll talk more about it later in the week when we do our review. Yep. Alrighty. All right, Lewis. Thanks for joining me this morning, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. That's going to be it for today. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and 
the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.